it's difficult to hear the trauma. You know, some of them have been shot themselves. Some of them have watched their husbands die in front of them. Some of them, their husbands are missing, taken by the government in Syria. The darkness deepens, Lord, with me abide. When other helpers fail and comforts flee, help of the helpless abide with me. Kelly Beasley Smith shares the love of Jesus with Syrian women who have fled their war-torn country. She lives among Syrians and other people from around the world in a very special community that's just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. It's the town of Clarkston, and Kelly Beasley Smith is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Kelly isn't the only one you'll hear talking about ministering to refugees. You're also going to hear from Billy Graham. The Bible teaches that we are to go into the world and help the helpless, help the poor, the fearful, and the refugees. Jesus calls his followers to help the helpless because he loves them. He loves everyone, and he died for everyone so that our sins can be forgiven. You can learn more about that at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. I've had a series of traumas in my life. I was molested um, when I was very young, and learning more about that as an adult uh, has really shown me what an effect and impact that has on your uh, your life and your relationships and how you see yourself and how you see others, particularly men, and your ability to trust. Kelly Beasley-Smith says the man who molested her was a friend of the family. My parents were working. I mean, they thought this was a very safe place for me to be. Kelly's parents also dealt with another broken trust when she was younger. The pastor of the church they attended was involved in a scandal. That turned her parents off to church for a while. So Kelly went to church with her grandmother, and that's when she took her first real steps on her journey of faith. I would say the story of my life before about five years ago was I was a Christian, but I was not a Jesus follower. Um, And I think a lot of people can make that distinction in their lives. I accepted Jesus when I was baptized, and I never stopped believing in God or Jesus, but I certainly was not walking with Him. It was when she was in high school that Kelly was baptized, but it would be more than 20 years before she would really begin walking with Christ. In that time, she would become a reporter, be divorced twice, move to Washington, D.C., and battle alcoholism. That battle lasted about two years, and it's when she hit the proverbial rock bottom that her eyes were finally opened to her need for Jesus and for him to take control of her life. It took me losing everything, you know, my work, my home, my money, most of my friends, um, alienating my family. And, you know, I found myself in a hotel room in uh, Fairfax, Virginia, where I'd been for several weeks um, drinking. Um, I still was not praying. Um, I think shame and guilt had taken that option completely away from me. So I 
woke up one morning or afternoon or evening, I'm not sure what it was, and I passed the mirror in this hotel room, and I did not recognize myself. And it was, it was so unnerving. And so that was really the moment that he just, um, he just dropped me to my knees. From this one place I can't see very far In this one moment I'm square in the dark These are the things I will trust in my heart You can see something else, something else From there, Kelly went into rehab began studying the Bible, reading books by Christian teachers, going to church, and getting involved in Bible studies. Eventually, she moved to Atlanta to take a marketing job with Georgia Tech. And as Kelly grew deeper in her faith, she asked God to use the brokenness in her life to help other people. I was ready. I wanted him to do what he wanted to do. I wanted him to use it however he wanted to use it. And um, when I started really praying that and meaning it, he started leading me, and, um, you know, it really started with just a, a broken heart over um, the war in Syria and the refugee crisis that was, that was happening. And, of course, that had started long before then, but I think it had become such a scale that, you know, we were finally starting to take notice that these people are, are in desperate need. <laughs> they are. You know, I I just, I I couldn't get over it. To try and figure out what exactly God might be calling her to do, Kelly talked with some of the people in the missions ministry at her church. She took a missions training course and spoke with some missionaries in the field. And then someone told her about Clarkston, Georgia. I was actually doing Bible study at a women's shelter um, in Atlanta, and I met someone who did work in Clarkston. And um, they basically were, they were doing ESL, so English Second Language. And um, I just was fascinated by this. And I said, well, who are you teaching? You know, I mean, who's in Clarkson that used to learn? I was thinking, you know, we have a huge Hispanic population in Atlanta. I was thinking, well, maybe that's, he said, no, we have all different classes. I, I happen to teach Arabic. And I was like, Arabic? You know, I mean, it was all so... And then he started talking about people from Afghanistan and Iraq and Syria. And I'm just, I mean, my head is exploding. Like, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is like, this is what he wants. This is it. Clarkston is a small community just outside Atlanta that's become a refugee resettlement site. It is home to people from dozens of countries. A lot of people, even who live in Atlanta, don't know about Clarkston. Um, And I really didn't know a lot about Clarkston. Um, I've only been in Atlanta for about four years. But, you know, when I heard about it, this little microcosm of we have 60 different languages spoken, we have 50 nationalities, we have about 60 percent, nearly 60 percent of the population, uh, or maybe a little over, is international. Uh, And yeah, it's about one and a half miles square um, that is actually the center of Clarkston. That's where a lot of the international markets and cafes and coffee shops and tea shops, that's where most of that is. And in all of those places are people who need to know about the love of Jesus Christ. 
One of the women sharing that love is Denise Smith. She started the ministry Peace of Thread. That's peace as in P-E-A-C-E. Kelly met Denise on one of her first trips to Clarkston. She and her husband were in Lebanon for, I think, seven years, hosting missionaries and working with the locals and um, just being a light there. And when she got stateside, she, God put it on her heart to do this for women, refugee women. And so, um, you know, Peace of Thread um, brings women in. Uh, they teach them and train them the skills to make these beautiful purses and accessories and some clothing. And um, they go through this training for four to six months. And then at the end of that training, they take home a sewing machine and uh, they start working. And um, each of their items, they get 50% from the sale of that item. And each item that they make has their name and their story. And uh, so when people buy that particular purse or wallet or whatever, they can know whose hands made it and how they came to be here. And, um, you know, that certainly empowering women and giving them the opportunity to do things that they probably didn't have an opportunity to do at home, to be able to stay home with their children and raise their family, which is is very important in the culture, Um, to be able to stay home and be there when their husbands get home, to have dinner ready and to take care of the household. It's very important to them. So this work allows them to do that and earn a living wage. All of that, says Kelly, is just a part of the piece of thread story. The other part is is really the friendship. It's those of us who, you know, can be the light in their lives that just walk alongside them. We're their friend. Um, We have tea together and coffee together and we talk about normal things that women talk about, you know. Hospitality is so important to them, and growing up in the South, hospitality was always important um, to me. And so we're very similar in that way, um, being welcome into the home. And, um, I mean, we discuss everything, including faith, and we learn about each other. And, um, you know, when you can show Jesus to someone... You know, they see him in you, and they ask you why you do the things you do. Um, and that's when you can talk about Jesus. Did you get an invitation to have nothing to show? To see the invisible goodness of deliberate and slow. And the dream of God and the dream of man mixed in the Many of the women Kelly has formed relationships with are from Syria, a country that has been devastated by civil war since 2011. The fighting there is responsible for more than half a million deaths and five million refugees, some of whom are living in Clarkston. They've been through hell, literally. And to still be able to keep going, and not to just keep going, but the women I'm around are just incredible. I mean, they find joy You know, they laugh. They talk about their kids. They talk about their husbands. They talk about the things we all talk about. And when they trust you and when you've you've shown that you're not going anywhere, they start to tell you about what their life was like, um, about their journey here. 
It's very difficult. It's difficult to hear the trauma. You know, some of them have been shot themselves. Some of them have watched their husbands die in front of them. Um, Some of them, their husbands are missing, taken by the government in Syria. Kelly ministers to these women in a wide variety of ways. I don't really have a typical day. Um, It could be taking someone to the medical clinic. It could be going to the you know, the visa office or, um, but mostly it's relational, you know, mostly it's, um, it's just doing life with them. It's coming over and having tea and talking about what, what challenges there are that they're facing or how are their kids doing or, you know, are they getting fed, you know, are they really feeling okay? And, um, you know, do we pray together? Well, it seems like building relationships with people who are from a different culture and speak a different language could be a tall order. Kelly says it's not. And she credits God for that. He pushes aside the things that might make it difficult. And he puts things in that make it easy. So it's not difficult. And I think the more you do that, the more Jesus shows himself in those places. And that's really special. That's what I do. I, you know, I try to show Jesus. I feel like Jesus is putting me there to show them who he is by loving them. You know, my job is not to save someone. My, my job is just to show them Jesus. Kelly Beasley Smith has stepped out in faith, serving Jesus in the way she believes God has called her to serve him. What about you? Are you following God's calling in your life? Maybe you haven't taken the first step, which is surrendering your life to Jesus and asking him to forgive your sins. If you'd like more information about doing that, stop by our website. It's findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. We've been hearing Kelly talk about her work with refugees in Clarkston, Georgia. In just a minute, she'll share her experience meeting refugees in the Middle East. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. The Bible teaches that we are to go into the world and help the helpless, help the poor, the fearful, and the refugees. Billy Graham. I believe that every Christian in America ought to do what he can at this hour to help the world's hungry and the world's suffering in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ because our sins have been forgiven. Millions of people on every continent are suffering physically, psychologically, and spiritually. I'm talking to many people today whose lives are storm-tossed and pressured by the events in your family, your own home, your own business, your own life. You can reach up in the darkness of your life and touch the nail-scarred hand of Jesus Christ and he will give you a comfort and a peace and a joy that you have never known before. You know, those gifts that Jesus offers, comfort and peace and joy, they're wonderful gifts any time of the year. But how special would it be to receive them now during the Christmas season? 
If you're ready to begin a relationship with Jesus, or if you're just ready to learn more about what that means, visit us at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. So, our guest on this episode of GPS, Kelly Beasley Smith, ministers to Syrian women in Clarkston, Georgia. She herself has never been to Syria. The war there has made that impossible. But Kelly has visited refugee camps in other countries in the region, countries like Lebanon, Greece, and Israel. And she says God is at work there. We met believers who came to Jesus on their journey, you know, leaving their homes, and and Jesus called to them, and and they are forming Bible studies. And I, I want people to understand that there is a beautiful light shining in the Holy Lands. It 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 cannot be hidden. Um, the people that are working there from Lebanon in those camps, um, in Greece, that are Greek, that are that are serving these people in need. Um, God is working. I've listened to the stories. I've heard the prayers. I've heard women sit across from me and talk about being ostracized from their family, um, but determined that they were not going to give up what they believed. The healing that's taking place, the the miracles that are happening in the lives of some of these people, you cannot leave there depressed. It's our prayer that Kelly's story has ministered to you in some way. Maybe it's encouraged you or maybe it's challenged you. If so, would you let your friends know about it? You can share it on Facebook or just tell them about it. One way they can listen to it is on their phone using the Billy Graham app. You can get that free at the App Store. I'm Phil Fleischman. Thank you for listening. Thanks indeed. I'm Jim Kirkland. GPS, God People Stories, is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. For not with swords loud clashing, nor all